listening to 90% Mental, Conversations with Grant Parr, episode 189. Today, mental performance coach Grant Parr sits down with world champion sprinter and founder of Athletes vs. Asthma, Tyree Washington, to talk about the story behind his nonprofit, how he overcame the odds by competing professionally in two sports while only breathing at 75% capacity, and the drive to reinforce what's possible for kids to keep working towards their dream. Tyree shares his personal struggles with asthma and how he overcame them leading him to start his own nonprofit to help other athletes with the same obstacles. If you want to know more about how they remain mentally tough when given unforeseen obstacles, then this is a must-listen episode. Are you ready to raise your game? 2021 is the year to increase your performance on and off the field. The Athlete's Edge Journal was designed to cultivate self-confidence and mental resilience through the power of sports psychology. Whether you are a professional athlete, a former college athlete, or have aspirations of greatness in the future, this journal is for you. Visit winthementalgame.com and use the promo code GRANTPAR20 to receive a 20% discount at checkout. Act now to take your mental game to the next level. What if you could rapidly accelerate your team's performance and skill acquisition just minutes before practice or game? NeuroTrainer triggers high-performance states with virtual reality brain training that can be deployed in the gym or at home. In just eight minutes, your team will be more focused and ready for whatever you or the game throws at them. Visit NeuroTrainer.com to schedule your demo and get your team locked in. Hey, Tyree, how are you? Oh, man, I'm doing great, Grant. How are you doing, brother? Oh, man, I'm fantastic. Um, you know, it, it was kind of hard to actually stop our conversation on the front end before we started recording because just uh, it's always a pleasure to speak with you because we just get going. You're so easy Likewise. to talk to, and we we share the same mind on a lot of topics uh, within, the, within the world of sports. So having you back on uh, my show again to talk about your incredible nonprofit, athletes versus asthma um yes. and not only the challenges that athletes go through with asthma but your own story what you had to go through um but before we get into what you're doing with with this nonprofit since it's been a while since you've been on the show why don't you share with the athlete or with my um audience what you've been doing with your writing your book and docu-series and all the other cool projects that you're getting into. Yeah, well, I've been I've been, been a family man. Of course, I have, I have six kids, so there's there's always something going on in my house. And like I was wow. saying earlier, my house is like home alone. So when it's, it's quiet, there's something always going on. But uh, my wife's my wife's in the military. She's actually at drill sergeant school in South Carolina. We're going to be actually moving within a, about a couple months um, to to Fort Jackson, where she'll be where she'll be uh, doing her drill sergeant duties. And but in in the, in the meantime, before that, I just been I've been writing my I wrote my book. I wrote uh, Against All Odds, which is to me I know I'm I'm, I'm biased is my story, but it's, <laughs> it's it's a great it's a great story and it relates to everybody because everybody's going through something in life and they're always trying to overcome it. And I have a really good friend that uh, that he's a New York he's a New York bestseller author, and he said he. Just didn't want to read another book where he uh, that there's nothing he could take away from it. So, uh, so when you go get 
can buy my book and it's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Remembrance Against All Odds. Uh, in the back of my book, when you finish reading it, uh, I have Tyree's top 10 takeaways for success that are really great for everybody. So there's something that you can take away from my book. I've been working on my documentary, movie, slash TV drama series for over a year now with my producers out in Los Angeles. There, there's so many, so many great things, so many different things that happen in my life that I'm going to be able to share with the world that I, that I was able to overcome. And, and so we're, we're getting close to signing with the, the right, signing with the right film, um, film company and getting the director. So I'm extremely excited to be able to share with everybody, uh, share with the entire world about my, my story in, uh, in its entirety. Uh, there's a lot of things that I didn't put in my book that I'm going to talk about in my documentary and a movie or TV drama series. And when you guys watch it, you guys will understand why I didn't talk about it. So, but um, other than that, I mean, it's, it's been a great ride. I've been, um, I created my nonprofit athletes first asthma, which is great. A lot of people, they're always freaked out when they hear that, that I have, that I, that I have asthma and I've had it um, ever since um, I was a child. But um, I'm extremely excited to always give back and, and and just being back on the show with you, Grant. I mean, it's just always a pleasure, brother. Oh man, it's uh, this is it's gonna be an incredible episode. And why it's gonna be incredible? A, your energy because you always bring it. Yeah. Secondly, when you when you think about like asthma, you know, I mean, I played I played America, I played football for 13 years, and um, more often than not, I I knew of people that had asthma or they were on my team that had asthma. And it wasn't necessarily always football. It was, you know, I had, I was fortunate to play other sports, track and basketball and baseball and soccer. So growing up, it was, it was always there. Now it wasn't really prevalent. I didn't have tons of athletes and friends, but always I knew somebody that was going through it. Right. And, and so I think we don't talk about it enough because, you know, try playing a sport that you love so much that you train for and you have no air in your lungs to, to perform, you know, your favorite sport. So, so I think today we're just, there's going to be a lot of education around something that is, um, that I think a lot of athletes go through. I don't think we talk about it enough. No, we don't talk about it enough. I mean, when I, as, as a, as a youngster, I mean, the doctors told my mother, and my grandmother, and they both raised me that I would never be able to play sports because I was so sick and I was in and out of hospital. I would literally go to practice. I would have an asthma attack and I'm taking, I'm taking a uh, a trip to the ER. And so that was pretty much like my routine. And it, it was frustrating. I mean, there was times where, uh, throughout, um, you know, there's times when I had asthma attacks, I thought I was going to lose my life. I mean, being in ICU, you get, you get scared. I mean, I could see my mother, you know, just constantly being worried because she just didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, there was a time where my mother, to be honest with you, they had, they called CPS on her. Uh, child protective services because I was so wow. sick and and I was just in and out of the hospital. They're like, this is a form of abuse. But but my mother and my grandmother didn't really buy into that. And she's like, it's, it's not abuse. And that he that she was like, I my son's gonna keep pushing forward. And my my grandma's like, my grandbaby he's gonna he's gonna do it. And and so for for me it was it wasn't really I didn't look at it as a handicap. I look at it as a, as a strength. It's something I have to deal with. Something I have to control. And and it made me work harder because I would look at my other friends that didn't have asthma and and they really deal with any type of breathing problems. And I knew I had to work three or four or five times harder than them if I wanted to be better than them. I want because I, I wanted to be better than them and I wanted to start and I wanted to I wanted to win that medal and and uh and, you know and while I was competing in track and field. So it's you know for me the is to get rid of that stigma is that you don't have to be this if you have asthma you don't have to be this this 
kid looking out the window while other kids are playing because you can't be active because you're afraid to you're afraid to have an asthma attack. There's so many great doctors out there, nurses, there's medication, there's education out there that will really help the parents, help the kids have this awareness and the know-how what to do so they don't so they don't get caught up in their kids having an asthma attack and something tragic happens. Exactly. And you know, most people do know your background and they know what you've done within your career. But when you think about, you know, running track and field for, for the U.S., being the fastest man in the world, playing NFL, wide receiver at the NFL level, and having asthma. It's like these two paradigms, like how does that work? And how does that, how can someone overcome this internal adversity that happens at a moment's notice, right? So and I want to talk a little bit, I want to get into that story and, and some uh, important events that had happened throughout your career. But when you think about, before we get into that, but when you think about this nonprofit that you put together, how long has it been around? What was the driving force? Like, what was like, because I know you've been dealing with this for years, all since you were a young kid. So I'm sure this has been in your mind of like being a resource for other athletes that are going through asthma. Yeah. When I, I mean, when I see kids out there that have asthma, I mean, I see myself and, mm. and I hear when I listen to the parents and they're talking about their kids that have asthma. I mean, I think about my mother and it's all the, all the time she was, uh, she, all the time that she was in the hospital with me and I'm hooked up to all, all these machines and getting breathing treatments. And they're trying to give me um, prednisone and try, um, so it can help me to breathe better, to breathe better. But but I, I created athletes versus asthma because I wanted just to be able to get back to kids and let them know that that I'm not d- any different than them. Like, yes, I have, yes, I, I have asthma. Yes, I be, uh, I be, I've, um, I've become this world champion. I played in the NFL, but I took advantage of my talent. And but how I did that is I had a great support system. I mean, my my uh, my uh, allergy and asthma specialist, uh, Dr. Maya Vh Mayesh out of Anaheim Hills, California. He treated me for years to be able to 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 control my asthma. And I think the the support. That encouragement from family and friends to to be able to 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 push that individual push that kid and let them to 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 let them know like hey you can do whatever you want to do you can be whatever you want to be in life and and for them to never give up is is huge and like i said earlier there's so many different types of medication that's out now that can help that can help um, that kid and, and inform that parent um, what they need to do to to make life life a lot easier. It's just it's it's to help improve their quality of life, and, and that's what I talk about a lot. Is just you know you want to have a better quality of life as an asthmatic, and because at any given time there's triggers. I mean, I'm I'm allergic to so many different things. I mean, certain foods I shouldn't eat, but I, sometimes I do eat. I mean, pollen is like kryptonite to me. That's one of my worst <laughs> enemies. I, I I can't stand pollen, and but it's just having that that education and is that the proper information, proper data to know what to do and what not to do, which just makes the life a lot a lot, lot easier while being an asthmatic. Yeah, it's interesting you brought up pollen because I'm 48 years old. My whole life, I've I've had no allergies at all. And I just moved here to West Hollywood uh, about a year ago. And this new, this season of pollen is the first time. Now I'm I'm allergic to pollen, but I'm doing all these things to kind of get more acclimated to this type of pollen. Yes. Um, and it's no joke. Um, I mean, I don't have asthma, but as far as my sinuses and what it does to me, it, it's, it, it's just heavy. It's heavy to do it. Now, you, you talked about medications because we know like since you and I were competing in sports, just technology in all these different sectors and industries, it's all changed and it has tons of advancements. What kind of medications are out there now um, that can help out athletes with asthma? Well, there's a lot. I mean, you know, you know, when athletes with asthma, we don't ever, we never diagnose anybody or we don't, we don't hand out medication. 
Um, but what we do is like we provide that education for the uh, or for children and teens. And and so like I take Simacort. I take that every day. It's a steroid to help uh, because my breathing capacity is like 75, 80 percent. It's never really been that great. And uh, but um, it varies from it varies from, you know, from person to person as far as like what you should take and how severe your asthma is. But I just always encourage the parents and kids is that. Go take a go take a um, allergy test. Find out what you're allergic to. Um, uh, you know, it's like environmental, whatever, um, and maybe food that can just trigger your asthma. Uh, you may have I, I have exercise induced asthma, which is which is crazy because my doctor, wow. my ash is always like, "How in the heck are you running? So you're sprinting over four football fields and you have asthma." And and I mean and I I mean I owe like I owe my I owe that credit to God and and just uh, and just my strong and just my will and my desire and my fight to just to never give up. But um, I would just really consult with um, the allergy and asthma specialist that if you have if you're able to see one or consult with your primary and take that test and find out what 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 medication is going to benefit you because we're I mean each and every individual is, di- is different. It's not a cookie cutter. And also too like the water we drink. I mean hydration when you're dehydrated it does restrict your airways um, and it doesn't it does it doesn't really help. It doesn't help asthmatic. It doesn't help. I mean, if you you have asthma, you don't have asthma. But um, but as with, with people have asthma, it's just like breathing through. A, when you have your lungs are restricted, it's like breathing through a straw. So you want to have that. You want to you want to be fluid. Just everything be fluid and, and have everything mm-hmm. working smoothly. But but yeah, it's just it's um, you know, I, I don't like taking Simulcord every day, and but I but I take it because I know it helps me. And and, and the thing is, my doctor always says, even when you're feeling good, you should take it. Um, and but in, in times when I'm not feeling when I'm not feeling good, I'm obviously sometimes I need it more. But when that doesn't happen, I'm in trouble. Usually that's when I have to get rushed. To, I, have to, I have to go to the ER like immediately because my my air passage is going to close up on me. You know, and you know this because you've been on this show and we've had multiple conversations outside of the show about mindset, mental performance and mental health. Um, and so a, a lot of the topics that we talk about on the show is, you know, it's, it's around my, mindset. And when you're an athlete and you have chronic asthma or just asthma and you've been dealing with this, how much does it affect your mindset? Because are you second guessing yourself? Because a lot of the stuff is triggered. You don't know when, uh, for the most part, when the stuff is going to hit you. So does it, does it waver an athlete's mindset? Did it, did it actually affect yours? Were you constantly thinking like, uh-oh, like what if, like what if it happened? And so your, so your focus is a little off. It's not totally dialed in on, on the sport. Yeah. Well, that's happening. I mean, I've been, I, I mean, there's times I'd ask, um, had an asthma, asthma attack while I was over um, on the European circuit. And there's times when I was in Japan and I had a really bad attack and I was telling my agent, I don't know if I can go, but, um, I decided I was going to run. And so I'm huffing and puffing during my race. And I, I placed like third. And for me, it's, it's all about blocking it out. It's like, I know mm-hmm. I have asthma and it's, it's not going, it's not going away. I'm going to have it for the rest of my life, but it's, it's how can I, it's how can I control it? And, and if I panic, if I get his too hysterical, I'm just going to make it worse. I'm not going to make myself any better. I'm not going to be able to go out there and do my job. So I can, I, I just learned, I learned to compartmentalize it. Like, is, is, is there slow down my breathing just to relax walk in that stadium it's a hundred thousand people i got ice veins i have a job to do i mean i'm at pra- i'm practicing so like so i i know like every step of that 400 i mean every step of that 400 how i need to run it and so for me it just it it, it didn't really bother me as much but when i had like but when it was but when i when i got hit with a really bad asthma attack where i'm really constricted 
I knew I couldn't do anything. I knew I was I knew I was going to be grounded and I didn't really want to play with it because I know that asthma can kill. It can take you out. A lot of people don't realize that. They just think, mm-hmm. okay, you're wheezing, you may have a cough, but um, but it could take you out for good. So there, there was there was a little bit of caution there, but um, I knew at the end of the day I had a job to do. So I learned to block it out. That's I'm I'm great at blocking things out. Is there with the way that you deal with it, blocking it out, getting into your breath? Because you know, when we talk about sports, we always talk about mental toughness, like how do we deal with adversity? And we're talking about internal adversity. Now, sometimes there's something that on the outside that might be triggering you, but you're dealing with something from the inside. Is there a component of mental toughness? Can you can you be mentally tough? Do you need to be mentally tough? Is there things you can practice in the moment to deal with an asthma attack? Or do you just have to kind of just succumb to it and and, and, and just relax yourself? I mean, well, I, th- I think the more information you have about asthma, and I think that I go back to the support system, right? We have a great support system. And we were talking about this earlier about just uh, like, I want to come up with a contingency plan for coaches with um, that. So they can a contingency plan for coaches with the, um, for kid that for, for kids that have asthma. And, and, you know, and what that, you know, what that entails is that there's so many kids, student athletes that have asthma, right. But there's nothing in place for these coaches to be able to go to resort to and say, okay, well, if Tom or Jack or John, whatever, whoever, you know, they're dealing with asthma, you know, it may be a certain food. It may be something environmental that's going to trigger them. This is how we're going to respond to it. It's, it's not there. So I, you know, for me, it was all about the, just that support. It was all about the education. I learned what not to, what to do and what not to do. And so that gave me the utmost confidence. And I knew when to back away. I knew that when, when it was really bad, no matter how tough I am, that, I have to be able to live to fight another day. That was always my thing. Like, hey, live to fight, live to fight another day. Go to the go to the ER. You may have to stay. You know, go to the ER. I mean, I may be in ICU for like two or three days. Do what I have to do, but I'm coming back. Like I'm going to come back and I'm going to do it again. And so that was literally that was literally my routine. And I think it's important for parents and for student athletes, for just kids in general out there. It's just it's just make sure you have that that contingency plan. Make sure the support system. Make sure you have the proper education. And and rescue inhalers are huge. Right. We're, we're to, as, as an asthmatic, we're told you have to put different inhalers around the house and, and give them the, where and give them to certain people that you're going to be around a lot. Because if you have an attack, you want to be you want to make sure you have that rescue inhaler on hand, because there was a time mm-hmm. where I was in my house by myself and I had an attack. My wife had left. And I was looking all over the place, like in, 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 the, in the kitchen for a rescue inhaler. I couldn't find one. So I was on my I was crawling on my hands and knees and I went to a closet reached into a pot, one of my co-pot, one of my um co-pockets, and I actually I found one. And that saved me because I was going to pass out. And I think if and, and I think if she if I didn't find that inhaler, I was done for. It was that was it. Wow. So it's just people don't see behind the scenes, like you know, everybody sees the gold medals, right? They see all oh, he's he's he played in the NFL, he's accomplished all these accolades. But they don't they don't know what's going on behind the scenes with the hospital visits, me being in the ER, me being in ICU and getting breathing treatment, getting these, these steroid shots and trying to open up my lungs. I mean, all that stuff I had to go through. It was part literally, literally part of my training regimen so I could be able to compete. Right. Well, and you know, with, with everything you just said, also there was moments where you almost died. So when people think about when they look at, you know, all your accolades. I think some of the questions, at least the questions I have is, you know, you've been dealing with this for since you're a little kid um, and you've learned how to manage it. Also crush records and 
perform at, you know, at the elite level in different sports, when you almost died for the first time, I know there've been a couple of close calls. What keeps you coming back to cook, to compete? Like some people would be like, all right, I'm done. Like I'm, I'm just not going to compete anymore because it could trigger this. But what, what, kept, what kept you going? I, I love, I love sports and I just, it was, I, I love competing. And I, I love putting, like I said earlier, I love putting my best foot forward. Um, I'm not the one to where, to where I want to tap out if when, when life gets tough. I mean, I always say like life puts everybody in the arm bar and either you can tap, tap out or you can either fight back. Uh, you know, my, how my DNA, how, how I'm made up is I'm going to fight. I'm going to keep fighting back into the very end. And so I would always just think about like, this is not going to, this is not for, I mean, yeah, even though I mean, this is a possibility that I could pass away, but if, it, you know, obviously that didn't happen. I'm just going to keep on fighting. I'm just going to try to bounce back. I'm going to try to just get better. And so I can get back on the field. I can get back on the track. And that was like always my mentality, always my mentality is because, because I just, I knew that it wasn't the, the be all in all. I, I knew that. I know this wasn't, this wasn't it. I was just going to be, I wasn't just going to be in this hospital and I was just close my eyes for good. And, and, and that's just in a Tyree Washington story. That I had there, there was so much more for, there was so much more for me to do, so much more for me to give back to people. And, and, and that's why I'm so excited about Athletes First Asthma because we have these, I created this O2 power games. Like I and, and O2, uh, you know, for all my listeners, that O2 is um is is from the periodic table, and that's oxygen, right? Because I mean, obviously we all need oxygen, but asthmatics, we really need it because when we're restricted, we don't have it. Um, you know, we're 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 gone. And so and in the O2 power games, what it, what I'm gonna do with that is I'm gonna have all these athletic events. And it's going to be a football clinic. It's going to be a, it'll be a speed clinic. I mean, it'll be a camp and it's, wow. it's strictly for, it's strictly for asthmatics. That's it. It's all for asthmatics. And, and we're going to, we're going to bring in celebrities to give them encouragement. We're going to give them motivation and just to let them know that just because they have, like I said earlier, they have as they have asthma, that, that, that doesn't mean that they have to be, and that they're, they're handicapped. They have to be in a wheelchair or they have to be the person who can't looking out the window. They can't be active. They can't have a business and, and doing whatever, doing whatever they want to do, just, just have a better quality of life. Uh, and so that's why I created the O2 power games. And, and we're going to do, like I said, we're going to, there's so much with this symposiums, panels, we're going to panel wow. events. I mean, we have, we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot going on with it. And, uh, and, and I think, for me that's what that's what the kids and parents need they need that education they need totally. that motivation and encouragement and so that's what i'm gonna give with the o2p it's o2pg for short and what when does that happen yeah so our first event i'm looking to have it within the, the these um probably like about four months three or four, three or four months and and uh, so i'm working i'm working with the coordinator and the, the event coordinator to where we'll be able to decide when it's going to happen where you know where's when when it's going to happen where's where the where the venue is going to be and so we'll put it together and package it up and, and and put it out but uh i'm excited man just to to be around the kids and for them just to see me and and because i'm just like them and I'm like, hey, man, I got asthma just like you. And I've been the fastest right. man in the world and, and I played in the NFL. And, it, and it's not that they have to like grant. It's not that they have to become an NFL player. They right. don't have to become a world champion. I mean, to me, in, in their own right, everybody's a champion. If you keep trying, you keep putting your best foot forward. I mean, you're still your champion in my book is that when you when you don't do that, that's when you're failing to me. Exactly. And it's and it's also, too, it's. You're giving them an opportunity to learn how to be to, to have a different relationship with asthma while striving to compete and to be a competitor. Uh, a lot of I, I can only imagine that athletes would would stop competing 
or maybe not compete to their to their fullest because of asthma. And you know, this event that you're throwing is giving them encouragement, support, but showing them a different way to actually to yes. deal with this, um, which which is huge. And you know, when you think about, I don't know if you know the number, but I can only imagine with all the levels of sports um, and also different sports. Uh, there's there's just so many athletes in the world. But just in the United States, do you know the percentage of athletes that do have uh, asthma? I don't know the percentage, but there's, I mean, there's a lot. There's, I mean, it's, I mean, across the board from every single sport, I mean, there, there's a great deal, but it's, it's like you were talking about earlier is that it's not, it's, they don't really talk about it. It's not, it's, it, I mean, cancer is a huge thing. Don't give me, it's, it's huge. It's a big thing, right? There's so many right. people that are um, suffering from it. And, but I want to be, I want to bring that awareness, just like out to, to athletes for asthma, just, just like with, with cancer, like how it's out there, how it's out there to the world and, and how it affects student athletes, how it just affects just kids and just in general, because, uh, you know, and I, and I want to make this clear is that, you know, athletes for asthma, like, you know, we're, 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 we're against as we're against asthma. We're, we're fighting it all together collectively. So if you're an, if you're an athlete, if you're not, if you're an athlete, great, if you're not an athlete, it doesn't really matter. I mean, we're all going to come to one pot, man, one place and we're We're going to all get after it. We're going to, they're going to get the education. They're going to, um, they're going to get a, they're going to get a great athletic workout. They're going to get their incur uh, the encouragement. I mean, they're going to get so much. They're going to get that love. And so that's what, I, that's why I, 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 my, my focus. And like you said earlier, is that we're going to just reshift that mindset and reboot the system in a positive way that I don't want them to look at, look at it like, man, like, yeah, I have asthma and my, my life is, is pretty much just going to be hospital, hospital visits and, um, at home and medication. And that's it. I mean, that's just, you know, that, you know, that's, that's a, that, that's a sad life. Uh, when you, when right. you look at it. And, and so I want, I want to change that whole narrative to let them know, like, no, you can have a beautiful life and you have a great quality of life. And it's just, but having the right people around you, because they say it takes a village to raise a child, but remember you can have negative people in that village. Right. So right. I'm, I'm creating a, a positive space, a positive village for, for the parents and for the, for the kids and for the teens and say, Hey, listen, we're all in this together and we're more powerful together than we are just uh, apart. So you know, earlier in the show, we were talking about how this, how asthma can affect the athlete individually. Like, you know, how does it affect your mindset, obviously your body physically, uh, your motivation, but how much does it affect your teammates? Because especially like with you playing, you know, you played in, in a lot of team sports with football and, and track and field, especially with track and field. Like, so when you're on your four by one and you're with Michael Johnson, is Michael Johnson, is he like going, Hey dude, are you, are you going to, you can be okay. Are you, are you going <laughs> to, like, do they have those thoughts um, or, have, or did you have to deal with any of your teammates you kind of second guessing? <laughs> you, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> I mean, MJ, ne I mean, MJ never uh, approached me and asked me <laughs> if I, uh, if, you know, if I was having breathing problems. I mean, I mean, he already, I mean, he knew that when I stepped on the track that I was ready because I was the type of athlete, I would never step on the track if I wasn't ready. I mean, if it's a track, if it's a football field, um, if there was a problem, I'm gonna like I'm gonna let my I'm gonna I'm gonna let my teammates know I'm gonna let my coaches know so we can just deal with it. There could be some intervention. So it was never that they, they, my teammates were never worried that Tyree Washington might not be ready. They knew I Got was it. gonna be ready. Um, Got it. Because because at that level, it's just there's minimum um, you know there's minimum error and the difference between you can go from you as you know from first to to dead last, and so 
the I, I looked at the countries that we're going against. They're not playing around. I mean, they're, 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 right. They're, they're in it to win it. So you know, I, yeah, we were ready. My um, I say my boys, we were all of us. We were ready. I was ready. What about though, like you know, in in football? I mean, I know in a lot of sports, but like at the NFL level, when they're doing the recruiting, they're scouting. They want to know everything about everything. Yes. So, how did you have to deal with you know with potential teams? You know, knowing about having asthma. Did that was that that hurt you? Like, no. you know, it's crazy that conversation. I was heavily recruited. Um, I was heavily recruited in high school for football. A lot of people don't know that. I was an all-state cornerback, signed with University of Oregon, was going to come in as a true freshman. I'm not going to take everything, go read the book. Uh, but <laughs> but, uh, but uh, they, they never asked that question. They never said, okay, is, you know, Tyree, is, um, you know, will your asthma affect you on the field? And I mean, how many times you have these flare-ups? Um, they never brought that up. Honestly, I, honestly, Grant, I truly believe that, I mean, just because they don't ask the question doesn't mean they don't know, right? They, they, right. they already, they, they know, they already know the answer. Right. But, um, but I mean, for me, it was that it was all about controlling it. And, and, and I'm sure they knew I, I've spent time in the hospital. I'm taking medication. I have an inhaler. And I, I think the mental side of it, which I was telling one of my, uh, talking to my friends about that their child has an asthma is that I was embarrassed to show my inhaler in t- mm. as a youngster, because that was a form of weakness to me. So I would just, I would turn my head, take a couple puffs, Right. And before after before I get active and go to practice whatever I'm doing and so that played that played on my mental I'm kind of switching a little bit but yeah. but it played on my mental so for me I always thought that man if there's always eye in the sky coaches are always watching somebody's watching you so I'm I'm pretty sure they saw me taking a couple puffs and going on the field and doing what I have to do but they looked at my performance right they looked they looked at my performance my performance what I did on the football field what I did on the track and that's what they went off of and and so it's just I mean, if, if that, that kind of, that, that question um, came about back then, I mean, I would answer it. I would answer it truthfully. Yeah. I have asthma, but that doesn't mean that I can't go out there and do my job. Well, you said something really important. I, I think globally, when you think about athletes, what, what coaches and scouts and recruiters are looking for is, yeah, they want to look at someone that's that mentally and physically can play the game. They've got the, you know, the IQ, the EQ for the game, whatever sport that is. But they, they're looking at how you actually, how do you manage adversity and how, how well do you take care of yourself in the moment? Yes. And, and I know that, you know, we're talking about failures, but, but I'm also talking about how, how is this athlete taking care of himself? So if I am the eye in the sky and I'm kind of reading the defense a little bit on Tyree and I'm looking at him and I'm seeing that he's doing these, you know, he's, he's inhaling, you know, through an inhaler, but, but he's, but it's never been an issue, but I see him doing that to me. It's like that guy's. He's taking care of himself. I like that. That's a quality I like because he's taking care of himself. And as well, well I don't as, know, yeah, but Greg, you know, like, I mean, I did the best I could when I was in high school, right? I mean, and as a child, I mean, I come from, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I come from a poor background and my, my, my mother, like I said, we were on welfare that we didn't get, I mean, I didn't get the greatest food. I mean, the, the, the clothing, uh, my environment was not great, but I, I made the best of it. And and I, and I was always trying to like, I was always observing. I was always trying to learn, right? I'm always trying to learn what could I do for myself? I mean, to not, to minimize those triggers. And, but sometimes there's, a, I mean, plenty of times it just, they, it just happened. It was just out of my control. So I, you know, when, in high school, when I looked at like these recruiters and they, and they're just doing this background check on me and, and just finding it's kind of going through the layers. 
is, is that I always knew that they they knew that, but they looked. But it goes back to they looked at, like I said, my my performance. They look at my drive. They they look at how I was taking a negative situation and flipping it to something positive. And, right. and when there was something when there was something bad popping off, right? My asthma, my health, whatever. I was still in, that, in the midst of that storm and that mess. I was still trying to find a solution of how am how am I going to get better? I think I think that's what was attractive to these 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 college recruiters, mm-hmm. the, the NFL, the NFL, and uh, the NFL's these these scouts because because I just I didn't give up. I was just always trying to find a way, and that's what that's what I tell the young people is like just don't just just settle. There's always a way out. There's always a, there's always a resolution to whatever issue you're going through in your life. Just I mean, just keep pushing forward, even if it's just baby steps, and and learn from everybody. Anybody can bring something to the table. I mean, and, right. you know, right? I mean, they could, and they don't have to have a PhD, an MD, a BA, whatever. They don't have to have that. I mean, there's somebody that they, I mean, to the world standard, could be uneducated, but they can tell you something that can change your entire life just like that. Yep. And so I'm, so my, my mind says I've, I've lived overseas for like 10 years. I've been all over the world. Like it's just, I, I try to be, I want, I want to have open, I want open eyes, open ears, um, listening ears. And I want to hear what have, people have to say, because, because at the end of the day, I know I'm not going to get perfect. My goal is to get better every single day in every aspect of my life. That's what I, that's what I want. That's what I want for all the kids that are going to be part of O2PG, all my, you know, be a part of Athletes First Asthma, the, our, our family, our athletes, our, you know, Work on work on getting better. I mean, and, and the NFL is brutal. We know that. I mean, once <laughs> once, once you put once they put you on the radar, and I always tell the I tell athletes if they ask you a question, they already know the answer. They have already gone through your stuff. They want to see if you can be truthful or not. So yeah. I mean, you know, for me, I mean, Definitely. I have asthma. I have asthma. That's what I have. And like Superman, he's strong. He has kryptonite, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, before we sign off here, I, I definitely want you to make sure and um, tell everybody where they can go and learn more about athletes versus asthma, about your event. Um, but if you were to, to to give a quick little message to some of the athletes that are dealing with asthma right now, what, what would that be? I will say just never, just never give up. And just remember, there's hope all around you. And what I mean by hope is that, that you look at people like myself and many others. Jerome Bettis has asthma. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I think my, Michael Phelps has asthma. There's a lot of wow. people out there. I mean, and, they're, and they may not be elite athletes, or they may just be a, just a regular human being. As, as, um, and, and they're extraordinary in their own way. They have asthma, but, they, but they're pushing forward. They may be they own their own company or, you know, their own company or, they're, or, they, or they, uh, they're working for a business, whatnot, and they're just they're, they're selling in it. So just keep pushing forward. And remember, whoever you hang around with is who you become. Whatever you watch, whatever you listen to, whatever you read, if it's negative, that's going to be that's going to come back into your life. So stick to things that are positive. And I'm going to leave you guys with this quote right here because my pops, he was my coach. He was like the, the closest thing to a father ever had. He passed away eight months ago. Uh, his name is Blackman Ehem. And uh, Father Day is coming up, so it's, it's, that's really tough. He said, he, he gave me this quote when I back when I was in college. He said, destiny can be delayed, but not denied. And what that means is that we all have a destiny. But in, in life, because life is not perfect, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, there's a whole bunch of mess that comes along with it. And in those, in, a, in those situations, and it's going to slow us up from reaching our destiny, but it'll never stop us. So just keep pushing forward. And uh, if you want to find out about my nonprofit, Athletes vs. Asthma, go to athletesversasthma.org. And you can just read about, read about my bio. O2 Power Games. We're gonna have a event about. We're gonna have our first event in about three or four months. Don't forget to get my book. 
Um, it's against all odds. It's on Barnes and Noble. It's at um, uh, it's on uh, Amazon, and uh, I have a book signing that's coming up in my hometown, Riverside, California, next month. So there's a, there's a lot of great things that I'm doing: TV drama series, movie, yeah. uh, like, you know, documentary. We're all working on that. So my whole thing in life, guys, all my all, of all the guys, all everybody that's listening, is is to be able to give back. That's that's my calling is to give back. I love doing it. Grant, you are amazing. You are awesome, dude. Keep know, doing man. what you're doing. So let's just keep plugging. Let's keep plugging, brother. Right on, man. Thank you so much for sharing your story, man, and sharing your nonprofit, man. I love you, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Love you too, brother. Appreciate you.